Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, as Love's Last Call continues to herald the urgency of the time, we have reached part seven of The Watchman's Cry. In our last podcast episode, we began to dig deeply into the inner workings of Freemasonry and its Illuminati co-conspiratorship that has been fashioned by God's arch enemy with a prideful and blasphemous intention to usurp him and to gain the world's worship for himself. Being made aware of these realities is very important, especially now in this critical hour in the earth because as the church becomes more lukewarm with each passing day, the majority of named Christians are completely devoid of discernment. They therefore take at face value those things that are presented to them without testing the spirit or investigating to understand what is really held at the root of what outwardly appears to be good and beneficial. In Psalm 119.66, the psalmist prayed this heartfelt and protective plea to the Lord. Teach me good discernment and knowledge. The Hebrew word for discernment in that passage is ta'am, which is defined as understanding, judgment, and royal decree. The Hebrew word for knowledge in that same verse is da'ath, and is defined as insight, intelligence, understanding, and wisdom. It is the opposite of folly. That is why we are exhorted in Ephesians 5.17 to not be foolish, but to understand what the will of the Lord is. And again, joining with the call to have discernment and knowledge, we find that the Greek word for understand in that verse is sumani and means to hear, notice, perceive, recognize, and putting it all together as a whole to make sense of it as collecting pieces of a puzzle. And as we learned that one of the definitions of discernment is royal decree, we as God's ambassadors in the earth have been anointed and appointed as his royal priesthood, commissioned with discernment and knowledge as light and salt in Holy Spirit wisdom and power to a lost generation. And therefore, not only must we be diligent in our liberty to remain separate unto holiness and to avoid compromise at all cost, but we must also be passionately purposed to expose the deeds of darkness by shining the light of his truth into the darkness of Lucifer's lies and deceptions in order that those who have been enslaved in his web of deceit may find the way of escape unto salvation's eternal life promise. And this brings us back to Freemasonry and why it is imperative for anyone who names themselves a Christian, and most importantly, if you are a pastor or leader in the church, to break your ties immediately with this Luciferian Illuminati society. I'll be gleaning from a commentary from Jesus as Savior where they write, Many have asked the question, why should a Christian not be a Mason? Well, to begin with, Freemasonry membership requires an oath that denies Jesus. 
Masons, which are comprised of men of all religions, including Wicca and witchcraft, are required to address their lodges God as the great architect. And while Christians are invited to join, members are strictly forbidden from promoting the name of Jesus above other gods. Freemasonry, at least as it operates in its lowest levels, gives allusion to the idea that all religions worship the same God, already pointed out as the great architect of the universe. Their superficial premise is that God is so deep, omnipotent, and unsearchable that they dare not define who he is. Hence, they prefer to simply address him as the great architect instead. But at the very heart of this cult, and revealed only to its highest level masons, is the reality that it is Lucifer who is being worshipped by them. As proof, here are a few quotes from some of the most prestigious and highest-ranking masons. Occultist and author Manley Palmer Hall, a 32nd-degree mason, is quoted as saying, When the mason learns that the key to the warrior on the block is the proper application of the dynamo of living power, he has learned the mystery of his application of his craft. The seething energies of Lucifer are in his hands, and before he may step onward and upward, he must prove his ability to properly apply that energy. I promise the great spirit Lucifer, prince of demons, that each year I will bring unto him a human soul to do with as it may please him, and in return he promises to bestow upon me the treasures of the earth and to fulfill my every desire for the length of the natural life. If I fail to bring him each year the offering specified above, then my own soul shall be forfeited to him. Eliphas Levi, a mason and author of The Key to Great Mysteries, is also quoted as saying, What is more absurd and more impious than to attribute the name of Lucifer to the devil, that is, to personified evil? The intellectual Lucifer is the spirit of intelligence and love. It is the paraclete, it is the Holy Spirit where physical Lucifer is the great angel of universal magnetism. And Albert Pike, a 33rd degree Freemason and author of Morals and Dogma, has said, Lucifer the light bearer, strange and mysterious name to give the spirit of darkness. Lucifer the son of the morning. Is it he who bears the light and with its splendors intolerable blinds feeble, sensual, or selfish souls? Doubt it not. Lucifer, without a doubt, is the god of Freemasonry, and yet they deceitfully tell initiates that they can worship their own god. Few Masons rise above the first few levels, the 33rd being the highest level. At these higher levels, members are made aware of the true god of Freemasonry, Lucifer, the angel of light. Each progressive step of Freemasonry is believed to bring with it an even greater enlightenment. The word occult means hidden. Hence, Freemasonry is definitely an occult group. What a sharp contrast from the words of Jesus in John 18.20, where it is written, I have spoken openly to the world. I taught in synagogues and in the temple where all the Jews come together and I spoke nothing in secret. And in John 8.32, 
the beloved Savior proclaimed. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Truth does not need to be hidden, and in fact, it must not be hidden if eternal life is to be found. Any organization that wants to keep you in the dark about something is not one with the truth, and therefore a true Christian has no place in it. 2 Corinthians 6.14 grants holy exhortation against such participation. Do not be bound together with unbelievers. For what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? In concert, Luke 11.33 records the enlightening words of Jesus regarding the light. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it away in a cellar nor under a basket, but on the lampstand, so that those who enter may see the light. And yet in blatant opposition to the word of God in their initiation ceremonies, Freemasonry requires you to put your candle in a secret place so others won't see the light of the true gospel. The enemy of man's souls must keep them from knowing the unadulterated truth of God's word. For as 2 Corinthians 4, 4 states, in whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. It must also be understood that Freemasonry is just another form of ecumenism, which is willing to sacrifice truth on the altar of compromise. And along with the many other interfaith movements of Lucifer, it is part and parcel of the one-world religion, which will be headed up by the Antichrist. And yet many Christians who have joined themselves with this Luciferian cult do not even understand what they have become part of. Because the devil is so subtle, nearly everyone is in the dark concerning the true agenda of Freemasonry, including the members themselves. The fact that 75% of active Masons never advance beyond the third level in a system consisting of 33 degrees, indicates that the ignorant majority at the base of the pyramid are consistently manipulated by the evil minority at the top. Furthermore, unlike the other degrees in the Scottish Rite, the 33rd degree cannot be earned. It can only be bestowed upon a member by the Supreme Council. Thus, the Council controls who becomes a member of the inner circle, and once you are part of that inner circle, you have made a pact with the devil. But it must also be understood that even at the lower levels, whether you realize it or not, your membership with this Luciferian society marks your agreement with and approval of all that it is and the demonic agenda it holds. Beloved, we've only covered a small portion of the inner workings of Freemasonry, and yet it must be obvious to anyone who proclaims to be a born-again believer in Jesus Christ the Lord that no Christian can with a right conscience remain yoked with it, and especially once you have been informed. As we close for today, I leave you with the sanctification admonishment of 1 Corinthians 10.21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. 
in our next podcast, we will be addressing the Antichrist one world religion, which is forming right before our very eyes. Until then, and as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.